Welcome to week 10 of the State of the 10 podcast. I'm your commissioner, Mike Fiorelli, and joining me, as always, is a guy who doesn't have a laptop today. That's Vincent Pace. Yeah, Mike, you know, the uh, technology difficulties on this pod just continue. <laughs> um, I don't have a mic, and I'm probably not getting anyone soon because I doubt I'll be able to afford it because uh, now I have to get my laptop prepared. Um, my keyboard is just, just gave out on me. It just doesn't work. Um, so as you, if you're listening to the last pod, you know I had some problems with my bank. I'm really just on a string of bad luck here. Um, but hopefully that doesn't affect my fantasy play. You know, Pace, you know, we're all, we're all with you. You know, we're all on the same team and today football is family. Um, wait, how did that, how did that credit card thing get resolved? Um, yeah, so after the pod, I called him back and like, I just talked to a different customer service lady and it took about five minutes. Wow. There you go. There you go. So, you know. Shout out to, I wish I remembered the lady's name. I would have, I would have wrote her a nice review. Yeah. She was much more efficient than the first lady. All right. There you go. I forget. All right. So on the pod today, uh, we're going to open up with a brief mailbag segment. Yes. Uh, it's going to be brief. Um, you guys really just need to stop spamming the chat with random stuff. When we ask for mailbag questions, it gets really confusing and it's just really unproductive, but I was able to pull out three good questions from for this mailbag. Um, what we're going to start off with is a question from Etrod. Uh, who will be the third wheel on the Sixers um, between Joel, uh, Jimmy, and Ben? And, you know, I think that's a good question from Etrod because uh, we should talk about that in general, just, you know, um, the Jimmy Butler trade and then the outlook on the Sixers now. So, uh, Mike, let's, let's hear what you got to say. Yeah, so Pace, uh, you gave me a call when the news broke on uh, what was that? Was that Saturday? It happened, uh, right? I believe it was. Yes. Yeah. So, um, you know, we discussed it a little bit then, and you know, we've talked about Jimmy Butler um, on this podcast before, actually, and I and I felt like we were kind of on the same page then. You know, we weren't totally into it, um, but now that it's happened, you know. Um, and I've had a few days to kind of digest this. Um, I think I think it's a risky deal, but I think it was a necessary deal for the Sixers. You know, obviously everyone knows. You know, they traded they traded my guy. They traded my guy Robert Covington, who you know is the central part of this deal. So everyone out there saying Robert Covington isn't good and all all the blasphemy that's everyone spewed on this man the past couple of years. Well, we just got Jimmy Butler for him. So that just shows how good he is. You know, it's a shame he's gone. Dario, too. Love Dario to death. Shame they're gone, but I think it's something we had to do because we need a third star. And at the end of the day, you know, ideally, you know, you just get someone in free agency. That's It's pretty hard to, to get that, and we found that out the last couple summers. We haven't been able to get anyone. So I think, I think it's worth the risk, you know. There's concerns about Jimmy Butler. You know, his his attitude, um, you know, signing him long-term to, to that Supermax. But at the end of the day, we got three superstars on our team, and that's important. Yeah, Mike, I agree. You know, the first week of this podcast, I called uh, Jimmy Butler a loser. <laughs> you did. You I did. Take, I take that back because at the time, I called him a loser, if you remember, because his initial list of teams, well, at least what the sources said, he, 
teams he wanted to go to uh, was like the Nets, the Heat, then the Clippers, I believe. There's three losing teams. And but now, um, after seeing this and seeing that, you know, he the Sixers players had been in communication with him before this, you know, Jimmy really wanted to come here and he wants to bring a championship. I've I've kind of flipped on Jimmy. Um, I feel like, you know, there's still some concerns with his attitude, but at the same time, um, I think that we have with Embiid and Ben, we have two guys who are really just tougher than Cat and Wiggins. Um I think that might be my new take. Not that Jimmy Butler's a loser, but that Cat and Wiggins are both soft. And uh, I don't think... I think that Butler has a respect for um, Embiid and Simmons, their competitiveness. I think that they all have the same goal in mind. Uh, the only thing that worries me about this trade is what's going to happen to my boy Markel. Because um, <laughs> if anyone's going to get bullied, it's going to be Markel. Oh, for sure. Um, that's going to be an issue. He doesn't need any more psychological problems. Um, and as well, I just don't see the fit right now on the team. Um, and we also just completely shifted our timeline, trading for a 30-year-old star, which is great, but now we got to move towards the yeah. ultimate goal sooner, and we don't have much time to wait on folks. So it'll be interesting to see what corresponding moves uh, my boy Elton Brand makes. EB, um, to fill out the rest of this roster because uh, that top three is, is, I mean, it might be the the next best top three in the league. Yeah, uh, behind Golden State. Yeah, so so I, mean, I think you you have to you'd agree you have to move folds folds to the bench. Yeah, we just won't have enough shooting. Yeah, so so that I personally I think I think you should go down to the G League. Um, and just figure out whatever he has to figure out, because honestly, it's more of a distraction right now, and he's not even playing good basketball. I mean, you know, it wouldn't—it would be kind of controversial um, to send him down to the G League, but I don't think it would be the worst thing in the world, honestly. You know, I've been one of the guys on the full strain, but I mean, I honestly don't think it'd be the worst thing to send him down there and have him play forty-eight minutes and just shoot the yeah, ball in possession. Some, get him some confidence. Just like, like, just have him go down there, shoot the ball every time. What's like, your what what's, else? what's your take on the Hanlon thing? So, so last night, uh, it was was crazy. So, Fultz, Fultz has refused to shoot the last like six games. He hasn't shot a three, and then last night, uh, he he go he takes three free throws in last night's game. Each one looked worse and worse uh, as it went on, and the last one was the free throw that everyone saw with the with the with the pump fake in it. Um, yeah. And then minutes uh-huh. later, minutes later, we get a report. It, it gets leaked that Drew Hanlon and Markel Fultz have stopped uh, working together and not on and are not on speaking terms. Yeah, you know that's not the best sign. But <laughs> um, obviously, the guy had him take a hundred thousand shots over the summer, and it really didn't change anything. Um, I'm starting to believe that you know initially when they said that he was hurt, um, like last year, uh, he had a shoulder injury. I thought that was just complete bullshit, and they were just covering up for the fact that, you know, he had a bit of the yips, but I'm starting to believe that he must have been hurt or something, because, like, he, he plays, earlier this season, he was playing with confidence, I mean, he was taking shots, it just, um, they just weren't going in, I just, I just can't understand how things have gone south so fast, um, it's really just gut punch, knowing that, because... I mean, Tatum's not having a great year either, but just, if we had Tatum right now, 
we would be set. He'd be the perfect fit to this lineup. Yeah. If we had Tatum as a stretch, like a stretch four sort of, mm-hmm. that w- that would be incredible. So it just stinks. But yeah. Um. Hopefully, okay. hopefully Markel can yeah. turn it around. If not for the Sixers, uh, for the Washington Wizards in a couple months. Yeah, I I think it's all mental, and I I have pretty much no confidence and. It's it's a shame. It's a shame because you know you want the kid to, to succeed, but he's really struggling. So um, that's it. And also, also huge credit to Hanky for this trade, Dario and Cove. You know that that tw- the 2014 draft that the Sixers had with Embiid, and then trading back, getting Sharich, and getting their 17 first round pick back in that deal. Uh, that that's going to probably go down as one of the best drafts of all time. I mean, yeah. Um, people aren't on the pinky side at this point. I mean, there's just no convincing them, but it's obviously, <laughs> fair, fair. obviously because of him. Um, and I'm sad. I, I agree with you. I'm sad to see Dario and Rocco go. Um, Rocco got a lot of hate. Everybody wanted to trade him. Like, sorry, he's not Kawhi Leonard. He's still, yeah. he's still like a really solid player to have on the team. But yeah, and um, on the contract uh, that he's on too. I, he's just such yeah. a value. But hey, we got Jimmy. Um, yeah. Excited to see what happens tomorrow night. And to answer your initial question, I, I do think that Jimmy's the third wheel because I think that if this goes south, that Jimmy's obviously the person that they will let leave. Yeah, and it's not like they have to. If, if things go bad, they, they don't have to sign him to this max. They let him walk in free agency, and then they, they go for someone else. They go for Kawhi or someone, which, you know, I don't know. We'll All see. Right. We'll see. All right, what else we but, got? The next mailbag question is, what's the spread for the Ballhaws Turkey Bowl? <laughs> now, Mike, this is more of a question for you, because I'm obviously playing in the game. I'm not well, going to set a can spread. You, can you but I'll, some, I'll set the stage. Yeah, I'll set, set the, the stage, stage for us. Let the listeners know so, what this is. So the Ballhaws Turkey Bowl is, you know, um, basically the famed group chat Ballhaws, uh, which is myself, John Scott, Anthony Sosha, Alex Optinaker, Ryan O'Neill, Joe Bolner, Sean McGonigal, Kevin Olson. Uh, we're going to be having a Turkey Bowl. Um, Wednesday before Thanksgiving. Um, it's going to be a four-on-four football game. All right. Um, tackle. Um, the field's going to be 50 yards long. Um, 25 yards for a first down. You get four downs. Um, you get one blitz per series, one QB scramble per series. Um, you're, we're going to be playing to 112 points. Jesus um, after a touchdown, you have the option to go for one uh, from the five or two from the ten. Um, so the teams, so yeah, uh, so I, you know the rules, Mike. Uh, these are the teams. It's yeah. uh, myself, uh, Anthony, uh, Kevin, and John uh, against Ryan, Joe, Op, and Sean. Um, in my opinion, uh, my team's going to mop the floor with the other team, mostly because... Um, Sean's going to be their quarterback, which means they have no one that receiver who catches the ball. Um, so, and we also have Anthony Sosha, um, who's maybe the greatest young offensive mind in football right now. <laughs> He's the Sean McVay of Ballhaws. Uh, I, I prefer Chip Kelly, but who's your quarterback? Um, me. You're your quarterback. <laughs> well, all right, Mike. I'll tell you what my role is on the team. Well, I, I, I'm more. I'm, yeah, okay, go ahead. I'm more of a Mitch Trubisky type, you know. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not going to carry the offense, but I'm capable of having an explosive offense around me with weapons. 
You know, we got we got two of the best power backs. You know, Anthony Sosha and John. Who's tackling them? And then Kevin is just like Calvin Johnson on the outside. You know, it's good. we're we're gonna put up points. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna assume that your offense is gonna be have like a lot of uh, I don't know, like. Well, we're not gonna. I'm not gonna give away any secrets. On yeah, the pod, no, obviously, but. but like, I feel like you'd be very creative, and you know you're not just playing like a pro style offense. No, no, we're, we we got some tricks up our sleeve. Yeah, exactly. Um, so considering all this, I I think it will be close. I really do. Um, oh man, Pace, Sosha, Kevin, and John. There's Ryan, Joe, Op. I'm gonna, I'm gonna bet against you, Pace. All right. If I were a betting man, I would, I would set the. You want, you want a spread or a money line or what? A spread. Well, you're playing to 112, right? Yes, correct. So I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I'll take them minus minus ten and a half. All right. Yeah. Um, there's no field goals, right? No field goals. So I mean, no so it might as well be like, all right. Well, I guess with the extra points and stuff, but yeah, I'll take them minus ten and a half. All right, Mike. I mean, we'll see. I believe we'll cover that spread. Um, we're, we're gathering in um, a bunch of spreads uh, from some different you know, gambling experts, and we're going to come to a consensus spread. It'll be announced before the game, and we'll yeah. obviously have <laughs> we'll have the results to announce on the next podcast. Um, but you know, it's a very official event. We bought a trophy and everything. Um, if you yeah. haven't paid Joe for the trophy, you know who you are, and I know you're listening. Uh, please pay him. Um, but uh, yeah, so it should be a fun event. How much was the trophy? Just, just curious. Uh, it's like thirty-five dollars. Why don't we get an I Elite believe. Ten trophy like that? <laughs> I mean, I guess we could. I kind of, I, I kind of like, I kind of like this the football that I'm looking at right now, though. <laughs> Looks nice. Yeah. I don't know, maybe, I don't know, I want to get something else. Maybe we'll do it this year. Um, alright. Maybe a belt. We, I, my, my thing, I want a championship belt. <laughs> we'll see, we'll see, Pace. Alright, so, moving on, uh, the final mailbag question. Uh, is Le'Veon Bell the worst fantasy draft pick ever from John? Um, um I believe he is, Mike, and I'll, let me tell you why. You know, mm-hmm. there's been, like, busts in the past, but a lot of them are just, you know, they get injured. Uh, there was some question marks with Le'Veon coming in. I mean, you had to be aware about the holdout coming. You weren't positive that it was going to come to this. But you had to think of it in the back of your mind. And he still went number one or number two in pretty much every draft that I had seen. Mm-hmm. And now he has not played a single snap and won't play a single snap the entire year. Not because he's injured, but just because he decided he didn't feel like it. And um, I feel like that's got to be the worst pick of all time. Um. Yeah. Fuck Le'Veon Bell. First off, I hate this guy. I, I'm beefing with him now. He was my boy before. Now, now we we got beef. Um. I is he the biggest bust of all time? See, here's the thing. So since he didn't play at all, you never started him. So you never wasted a slot on him. I I feel like there might have been people in the past who just sucked every week. Like a guy who just plays and like gets you like one point. And that's more damaging than like a guy who just doesn't play, so you can start someone else ahead of him. Like, I don't know, I don't know who who it's been, but like I think there's been someone like that. Well, yeah, because and then then again, if somebody gets hurt, um, 
like you you pick up their back up and obviously if you were savvy enough like you were Mike you know you pick up James Conner yeah uh, it kind of sets sets that off a little bit but I mean I just can't think of right now somebody yeah. that was I mean, like, I, yeah. actually drafted one or two and like because obviously if you draft me one or two even, even if they're having a bad season you're going to start them every week yeah. that's obviously a good point I just can't think of somebody I can't really who, think I could uh, the one that comes to the top of my head right now is Todd Gurley uh, two years ago uh, I took him like it was. He was going like fifth or sixth, and he, you know, that was the last Jeff Fisher year for the Rams, and he stunk. He was very bad that year. Yeah, uh, he would just put up like like six every week. And I was like, ah. I don't know if the fifth or sixth pick is just doesn't have the weight. Yeah, as the number one. one. No, so I'm, gonna, I'm gonna stick sense. with Le'Veon. Okay. Yeah, it was a good question, John. I'll have to do my yeah. research. Maybe maybe I'll let you know later. But uh, right now, I'm gonna go with Le'Veon. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, all right. Next, we have our brand new segment to the podcast. That is the relationship advice segment. Um, so, you know, I want to get some more questions about of relationship advice. This can be about your romantic life, male, female, we don't discriminate, uh, or with one of your fantasy players on your roster. Um, so, Pace, what's the question for this week? Um, Mike, I asked you to, to do that. Jesus, Pace. You said you had it. All right, give me a second. All right, so this this question comes from Chris Calabrese. Chris says, Hey, Mike and Pace, how do I let Colin know I have a crush on him and want to go on a date with him? In parentheses, he doesn't listen to the pod anyway, so we are good. Pace, what do you think Chris should do? Um, I think that Chris should... Um it's the holiday season, you know, I think you should get a box. I think you should put a case of bush light and a couple <laughs> packs of cigs and uh, wrap them up and send it to the uh, Lambda Chi fraternity house. And I think uh, that's the way to Colin's heart. Wow. See, uh, I'm going to go a different route here. Um, I think you should wine and dine him. Um, I'm, I'm telling you from personal experience, Colin's not a guy, um, you know, who's just gonna who's just going to give it up right away. Um, you got you got to give a little bit first. So I'd say you know you know start a Snapchat, Snapchat streak with him. You know if you haven't already, um, plant the seed there, and then you know maybe maybe ask him you know you know over Thanksgiving break you know maybe we should get some food, you know you know one thing leads to another, and uh, I think you you can get your foot in the door there. No, Mike, I, I feel like you go with my play, the big play, because you know mm-hmm. Colin's not going to come out when he's home. He doesn't go out when he's home. Yeah, no, I mean, he doesn't go yeah, out. Not, oh, maybe maybe, think, maybe you could go over to his house for one of his mom's famous dinners. Yeah, that, that might be a better option. But, you know, I mean, that that's a little early on to just, you know, be beating the parents. Yeah, that's uh, true. Not, <laughs> this, is a, this is a loaded question. There um, All right, yeah, no, yeah, we have to keep the podcast short, so I'm sorry. We can't go too in-depth. Chris, just, just try one of the options. Just let us know what happened. I mean... <laughs> Just for content. Yeah, just for content. Um, all right, so let's let's just real quick get into some news from around the Elite Ten from last week. Um, it was a super boring week um, with the scoreboard. I know we don't run through scores anymore, but like it was it was really bad. Like all the games were pretty much blowouts, and it was really not that exciting at all. Um, but I made a trade with Chris today. I sent Ryan Fitzpatrick, or he sent me Ryan Fitzpatrick for Jimmy Graham, who he just traded to me a couple weeks ago 
Um, but yeah, that's pretty boring too. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> um, this this pod is going to be kind of a slower pod, just because I mean, not much really happened. There was really no suspense coming down the Monday night. Yeah. Um, we'll talk about more about you know the individual matchups when we get in the power rankings. Uh, and what went down, but really just nothing that exciting. And, you know, even the trade that went down just <laughs> really just doesn't change anything. Uh, I think it helps me a little bit. I mean, it doesn't make that big of a difference. Mm. It's, not, it's, not, it's not a world beater. Yeah. But, um, you know, we're, we're going to try to spice things up this pod because of that. Um, so, uh, Mike, do you want to talk about the uh, segment you came up with for today? Oh, okay, yeah, so... What we're going to do, uh, first, we are going to, I did mine, like, in order with power rankings, but we can do them separate, too, if you want. Um, yeah, I kind of, I did mine, too. With power but rankings? I kinda wanted, I, but I kind of want to talk about, like, what happened last week in the power rankings, too, so I feel like we should separate them. Alright, so let's just, um, run, run through it real quick, give a quick explanation. So what we're doing is, we're comparing each franchise in the Elite Ten to an NFL franchise. Um... So mine are just going to be in the order of my power rankings, <laughs> but um, anyway, uh, I'll start at ten. I mean, all right. Well, they're not power rankings. Yeah, you know, Mike. We'll just we'll just we'll just do it all together. Just, all right, just, <laughs> they're power, power rankings. Rank. Right, you call me. They're power rankings too. Okay. Number ten, I have Jared in the power rankings, um, and I think Jared is the New York Jets. You know, wow. just pretty uninspiring. Three wins on the year. Um, you know, looks good in a couple spots, but, um, you know, overall, you know, you're just not, not really high aspirations at all. Um, number nine, I have myself, and I'm going to say my team is like the San Francisco 49ers. Um, wow, Mike, yeah, that that was what I had for you. Yeah, well, it just makes sense. So, like, like, Jimmy G goes down, that's like my Le'Veon, um, like, you know, just unfortunate, but, like, but you look at the team, you're like, oh, like, they still have a pretty bright future. Like, yeah, like, I got some new keepers. I got a first-round pick next year, extra first-round pick next year. So I have myself as the 49ers. Um, eight, I have Liam, who is the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, Liam, you know, he has Marlon Mack on his team. Um, Colts are a team that's, you know, started off a little slow, but have been coming on strong as of late and have a shot to make the playoffs but they're probably not going to. Um, so seven, I have. Who do I have? Seven. Um, oh, I have Sean at seven. Wow. Yeah. So, Big dip for Sean. Yeah, I mean, like, so, so there's. I think there's the bottom three there, and then then I'm in this next tier, which is like the four to seven tier, where I could I could move everybody back and forth, but I put Sean at the bottom because he had a terrible week. Uh, AJ AJ Green's out for the bit for a bit, um, but I think Sean is the Carolina Panthers. Um, this is a team that you know down the line you're like, you know they can compete in the playoffs. You know they got they got some good players. I dude like I actually like. All my comparisons are, like, people have those players, too. Like, he has, like, Cam and uh, Funches. But, um, yeah, Trump's Panthers. Um, next, I have Pace, I think. Yeah. Uh, Pace, you are the Seattle Seahawks. Really, right. good, really good home team. Um, <laughs> t- 
Team that <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know. Um, you know, a team that you know no one really wants to face in the playoffs. Like no one wants to play the Seahawks, play Russell Wilson. Um, you know, they're they're a rock solid team. Um, so next, I have Ryan at number five. Ryan is the Washington Redskins. Ryan's the team that you know is is pretty good, but everyone knows they're not actually that good, and they're not going to win the championship. Uh, number four, I have Andrew Pinto, who is the Chicago Bears. Andrew had an unbelievable week last week. I mean, like, I, literally every week, like, people score, like, 130 points on me. Please stop doing that. Um, but anyway, Andrew's the Chicago Bears. You know, a bit of a surprise this year. Um, definitely in the playoff mix here. And, but, you know, you don't really think he's going to win at all. Um, and it's still a little inconsistent week to week, just like Trubisky and the Bears. So that moves me into my top three. New tier is a three-man tier. Number three, I have Pat McVay. Pat McVay, despite being, what is he, 9-1? and one? Incredible. He is the New England Patriots. Pat is a team that everyone loves to hate. You love to hate the Patriots. You love to hate Pat McVay. Um, but nevertheless, he's really good, and you know, come playoff time, he's going to be in contention. Uh, Chris, Chris Calabrese is number two. And he is the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, you know, also a little bit inconsistent, um, but has a lot of firepower, a lot of star power. You know, like Antonio Brown, um, and you know, and and I really think he's gonna be in contention. And you know, he's had some tough weeks here and there, but he's got a great team. And then Kevin is number one, and Kevin is a hybrid between the Rams and the Chiefs. Hybrid. He's a hybrid between the Rams and the Chiefs. I, I couldn't choose one because they're they're pretty similar teams. Good future, also very good now, and is probably the favorite to win it all. Alright, yeah, Mike, I took like a little bit of a different approach when picking my teams. All right, I sort that's of good. took into account I sort of took into account, you know, a team's past and team's future as well as their performance this year. So that's how I came with the franchise, and I guess see as I get into this. Um, but ten, I have Jared, um, and I have Jared as the Cincinnati Bengals. All right. Um, you know, rock Jared doesn't really make. He's just rock solid, and he doesn't really make a lot of changes. You know, throughout the season. Um, he's <laughs> like probably like the Lewis. least. Ama- yeah, yeah. He, he probably has the least amount of like free agent moves made. I don't think he's made a trade. And he's just, kind of, but he's always like he's never the worst, you know. They're yeah. just always like a mid, a middling team, and that's kind of reminds me of the Cincinnati Bengals. You know, they just kept Marvin Lewis forever long, and he's been just good enough to not get fired, which <laughs> well, he probably should have been fired, but just good enough to not get fired, but yet has never won a playoff game. So like that. that's why Jared's the Bengals. Mike, I have you as the Forty Niners because nice. um, I, you know, I see you as sort of like a John Lynch, you know, and you have George Kittle. Um, you know, your team, like, your team's growing, you know, you have great outlook for the future, um, but you don't really, just, your whole roster just hasn't come together yet, but you know, you have a good eye, you found some good pieces, like, you know, Carrion Johnson, you could find, um, George Kittle, good find, so, you know, it's looking up, it's just, you don't have yeah. the, the depth right now to, to, to really compete. Mm-hmm. Uh, eight, I have Lamb. Yes, Liam. I ranked you this week. Uh, congrats. You finally made it to the power. Three straight wins 11. for Liam. Three straight yeah. wins. Yeah. 
Well, we'll see if it's going to be enough. I have Liam as the New York Giants. Now, I'll tell you why. <laughs> Liam is the New York Giants because, first off, uh, he has a star receiver that is having his prime wasted in Michael Thomas. Uh, it's really a shame <laughs> that Michael Thomas is going to have to sit out the uh, Elite 10 playoffs this year, just like Odell Beckham's going to have to sit out the NFL playoffs. <laughs> Uh, my next reason that Liam is like um, the Giants is because he loves holding on to the past, just like the Giants <laughs> love holding on to their past and Eli Manning. He loves bringing up how he won a championship, but can't accept the fact that he really has not been much otherwise. Just like Eli Manning, you know, the Giants refuse to get rid of him. He's won, he won them some Super Bowls, but other than that, he really just has not been good. Uh, and the last reason that Liam is the Giants um, it's just going to be a controversial take, but it's because of his draft decisions. You know, the Giants picked Saquon Barkley, which is a good pick this year. He's obviously a great player, but they had other holes. They had other holes. It came back to bite him. Um, Liam is obviously, as you've seen, a very poor drafter. So, you know, those three things, I just linked them together. That's how you get the Giants. Um, seven. Seven, I have Ryan. And Ryan is the Cleveland Browns. <laughs> now, Ryan's not... Don't take this in a negative way, Ryan. All right? Ryan's the Browns because, obviously, you know, the winless connection. Um, but uh, the main thing is is that, you know, coming into the year, too, um, people were still down on Ryan, uh, much like they were on the Browns. But, you know, both teams have been, you know, pleasant surprises. You know, the Browns still aren't great, but... They've been playing well. They had a big win over the Falcons. And Ryan, similar, you know, he might not win at all this year, but you know, he's a playoff team. It's been a pleasant surprise. Uh, six, I have Andrew. And Andrew is the Titans. Um, Andrew is the Titans because, you know, he just, people just don't take him really seriously. And, you know, <laughs> it's, it's no offense to Andrew, but, like, <laughs> I, <laughs> it's just that. That's his franchise. I mean, you know, he makes the playoffs. He occasionally has, has a win like the Titans did last year uh, where they, you know, they shocked the world. But uh, really no one is picking Andrew to, to win the league. Like, you know, just like last week, you know, the Titans beat the Patriots, but they're uh, underdogs this week, which uh, we'll, we'll talk about in spread picks you got to get to, but staying on task. Yep, good foreshadowing. Um, thank you. Five by myself. And I have myself as the New England Patriots. The Patriots? <laughs> the Patriots. I'll tell you why. Um, Christ almighty. Most consistent team. Made the playoffs every year. <laughs> um, we got our ring. And, you know, we can just plug in anybody and win games. Uh, we don't need the, the star players uh, that everyone's used to. You know, we, we traded away Julio and Ertz, and then we just had two weeks in a row where we just... <laughs> Dominate the competition. It's all about your um, scheme. <laughs> all about my scheme. Um, <laughs> all my players are system players. Um, four, I have Sean still, uh, just because I feel like his team is the highest upside out of that you know, second tier of teams. Um, and Sean, I have is the Houston Texans. Now, I have Sean as the Texans because every year coming into the year, Texans have a lot of talent. They have a lot of hope. You know, for a while, they were just missing a quarterback. Everybody said they were a quarterback away from the Super Bowl. Uh, they finally got the Sean Watson. But, you know, every year it's the injury bug that comes back to bite them. Yep. And the Sean Watson couldn't stay healthy last year. J.J. Watt is almost never healthy. Uh, Sean 
you know, he's always right there until about this point in the year, actually. Yeah. Uh, and then his team starts to fall apart, uh, which is really unfortunate. But, you know, Texans aren't a bad franchise to be. They're just, you know, not, not the upper echelon. So uh, we'll see if Sean can change that. Uh, three out of Chris. Um, you know, he said there was a 0% chance that I would beat him. I did. So I got to move him down from one. Um, Chris, I was at the Rams. Uh, the Rams were very aggressive. Um, they trade up in the draft and got Goff. They signed uh, a lot of big name free agents. They went out and built, you know, what you could call a super team. Um, but just like Chris, it remains to be seen whether the Rams will actually pull through and win the Super Bowl because there's a lot of good teams out there this year. You know, the Saints, Chiefs. So, uh, we'll see about Chris and we'll see about the Rams. Two out of Pat, I have Pat as the Chiefs. Um, he has Pat Mahomes as his quarterback. But that's not why. I have them as the Chiefs because the Chiefs, every year they start out hot. Every year they're in the playoff mix. And then once they get there, uh, they just don't make any noise in the playoffs, which has been the story of Pat's career in the Elite Ten. Um, I mean, he makes the playoffs every year, extremely consistent. Um, just hasn't made any noise yeah. yet. This might be the year that changes, just like it might be for the Chiefs. Uh, he's 9-1, and one, I think. So... I will see. And then Kevin, I have Kevin as the Steelers. Um, many people call Kevin, you know, the Buffalo Bills, uh, but that was that was way before our time when they made the Super Bowls in a row. So I'm going to do with the modern version of the Steelers. The Steelers should pretty much be in the AFC Championship every single year. It's kind of an embarrassment that they aren't. Um, like they just have so much talent every single year, uh, just like Kevin does. Um, but for whatever reason, um, just like Kevin, this, this Steelers group with Big Ben, Bell, and Brown just haven't been able to get over the hump. Uh, mm-hmm. Just like Kevin, uh, but maybe this is the year for both their teams. Yeah. All right. Yeah. There are your comparisons. I, I like how we both did them different ways. Uh, I thought that was good. Yeah. So you know, everyone can choose. You know, you don't have to get offended by yeah. comparison. You can choose the one you like. Better. You have two. You have two teams to compare yourself to. I like that. Um, are we doing the Dong League now? Um, or do you want to do, do, do we want to talk thing? about? Do we want to talk about? Yeah. Okay. You want to talk about our power rankings? No. So you don't want to talk about last week at all? Well, I, I already kind of did talk about my power rankings. I don't think so. All right. Well, we can we can get into the last week. We're related into the week eleven preview. All right. Yeah. Um, we'll do that later. So then let's just do spread picks and then right. real quick spread picks. Last week I went three and zero. Pace went zero and three. That's all you need to know about last week. I'm twelve five and one overall. Pace is six eleven and one overall. Yeah. This week. Uh, what? No, I'm never mind. This week, my locks: Indianapolis minus two at home against the Tennessee Titans. Just as Pace said, everyone knows the Titans are still a joke. They're riding on their high horse. They're getting knocked down by the improving Colts. Next pick: Minnesota plus three. At Chicago. I'm not buying Chicago. I will buy Minnesota, who have a more proven track record. Dalvin Cook comes back. Stefan Diggs back. I like this Minnesota team still. Got flexed this Sunday night. I don't think Mitch Trubisky's ready for the lights. Minnesota plus three. Next pick, Atlanta minus three uh, at home against Dallas. Now, this is kind of a tough one. But I'm still not buying Dallas totally. Um, I still think Atlanta at home 
I would take. And, you know, Dallas, you know, I, I think the Eagles made Dallas look better than they actually are. Um, I'm, I'm not buying Dak Prescott and Amari Cooper connection still. Atlanta minus three. Yeah, Mike, um, that might be a bad sign for you because, well, I have one of your picks and the other one I had and I scratched off. So we're in the same state of mind right now. Oh, boy. Um, I would just fade my picks. Uh, I think Mike knows better than everybody. You know, I do well probably picking every other sport uh, <laughs> except um, NFL. Uh, Sundays are really just usually not a good day oh, for please. me yeah. or my bank account. Uh, <laughs> things things always turn south on Sunday. <laughs> but... Um, this is the week that changes. All right, got three picks for you. I also had Indy minus two. I really like Indy. They're hot. They're at home. Oh boy. Um, take luck over Mariota. That's consensus. Another you podcast know, so pick. We've, we've never won on a podcast pick. Yeah, we've been close. We had a fade, push and, and one that should have won. But, it. <laughs> so basically, Indianapolis is going to win by one. Two. That's probably what's going to happen. Yeah. So take the Titans. Just fade me. Um, <laughs> My next pick, New York Giants at home against the Bucks. The Bucks stink. Um, Giants looked good on Monday night. Uh, you know, we got a team from Florida uh, coming up north. Cold weather game. Uh, I'm going to take the Giants minus one. Don't doubt Fitz, please. I, I'm doubting them. All right. Sorry, Reed. <laughs> uh, and then my next pick is Pittsburgh minus six against the Jags. Um... The Jags, I just, I just can't trust them anymore. Um, I've been wrong about them uh, the whole year, pretty much. Uh, even me drafting Jags defense, they're just a disgrace. Uh, people are just going to remember the playoff game last year and pick Jacksonville. Um, but Pittsburgh is way better than Jacksonville this year. Um, they're going to win pretty easily. Yeah, I think that's an interesting game. Um, what? Which one did you have with me? Atlanta. Atlanta. Okay. I got it. I probably would have taken it if it wasn't minus three. Yeah, that was tough. But, eh, I, yeah, I don't love that one, honestly, but whatever. Um, all right, so we're going to get into a little bit of Dong League talk. So, for all you Dong Leaguers out there, talk about your league a little bit. Um, so, first off, before we call our Dong League guest for the day, we're going to talk about who we think will claim those four playoff spots, not six, four for some reason, four playoff spots in the Dong League. Pace, who do you have making the playoffs? Yeah, Mike, it's really a tight race. Uh, that's why we're taking the time to talk about the Don League. Before, it was just kind of a pretty boring league early in the season. I mean, yeah. there's the clear top teams, clear bottom teams, but that's completely changed now. Um, I have PJ taking the number one seed, mostly because he's 9-1. I didn't even look at his team. I just, it's always 9-1. I mean, he's going to make the Spoiler, they're good. Um... Second seed, my pick to win the championship is my affiliate, John Scott. He's, his team is just great. Great team. Saquon, DeAndre. Still don't understand how he got both of them in the draft. Travis Kelsey, Sony, Juju. Um, he might also have some moves in the works. So I think he's going he's gonna to give PJ a run for his money. Uh, the final two playoff spots is where it gets close. You know, Etrod's in contention here. Uh, Collins in contention here. But I'm going to go with Maggie as well as Dan. Now, Maggie, um, her team's just really solid, especially in half PPR. James White, Zeke, Tyreek, Keenan Allen, Woods, Woods, especially with Cooper Cup getting hurt. I like Maggie's team. Uh, she's putting on for the women. 
Um, <laughs> Dan, everyone laughed at Dan at the beginning of the year at the draft. He has my boy McCaffrey, which, you know, I, I liked that pick, not in the first round. <laughs> number but, 10. You know, his number 10 was a little bit of a reach, Dan. <laughs> but he's coming into his own, um, especially in half PPR. He's probably dominating for Dan. He's also got Mike Thomas, Trubisky, Manuel Sanders, T.Y. I think Dan makes a run, makes it into the playoffs. So that has Colin missing the playoffs for me. And honestly, I think that's because Colin's taking his foot off the gas. Uh, he stopped caring once he made that trade for Bell. He thought he had it locked up. Bell's not coming back, and he's on a losing streak. He also just didn't even set his lineup last week. So, um, Colin, I have him out of the playoffs. And this, you know, Mike, this is honestly why... Um, he didn't get back in the elite 10 to begin with. Yeah. Hold on, wait, Pace. Uh, real quick, I just got to alert. Kevin Durant and Draymond Green involved in intense altercation. Uh, was it a physical altercation? Uh, I don't know. I just saw an alert. Uh, KD to Philly. But anyway, uh, yeah. So, Colin Lynch. The kid talks a big game. Wants to be in the elite 10. Colin, I got news for you. You're never going to be in the elite 10 because you don't even set your lineup in the Dong League. Last week, started a defense on bye. That's a joke, Colin. And you treat the Dong League as a joke. Then how how would we ever trust you to treat the Elite 10, take it seriously? And in a crucial game for you, playing Maggie Malloy, who's going for that last playoff spot with you. That's a joke, Colin. Um, so that's why. Pace, I have the same exact four in the same exact order as you. Yeah, we're on the same page here. Yeah, my boy PJ's got a great team. Just want to plug that. Uh, John's got too. Um, but yeah, Dan, really impressed with his team. Big joke at the draft, but end of the day, you look at his lineup, Christian McCaffrey, Deion Lewis, Michael Thomas, T.Y. Hilton, Zach Ertz, Manuel Sanders, and Trubisky at quarterback. This is a really good team. So we're going to call the man himself, Dan Matranga, talk a little bit about his team. Hmm. Not what you like to see at all. Your call has been forwarded to an automated voice messaging system. Yeah, so uh, he didn't answer. Wow. Typical. Uh, yeah, so let's do... Um, I'm just getting the week 11 then? Yeah, real quick. Yeah, we'll do that. And oh, he's calling. Never mind. Oh, all right. False alarm. Daniel. Hello? I did. Daniel. Daniel. Pace is here, and you're live on the podcast. Oh, sweet. What's going on, guys? Oh, there you go. <laughs> um, That's Pace? Yeah, Pace yep, is I'm here. I'm here, Dan. What's up, Dr. Faggot? <laughs> All right, Dan. <laughs> like, really? Wow. Yeah, this... Wow, okay. Yeah, sorry about that one. If we have any, uh, you know... You know... Uh, don't, don't get into it, Mike. You're still, taking your, you're still taking your stretched out penis and wrapping it around your leg? <laughs> I just don't think you can say this on the podcast. Dan, Dan <laughs> you know, it's something about these baseball players, honestly. It's a full <laughs> lack of integrity. Big lack of integrity. How can you come up to Philadelphia and kick my ass? <laughs> oh, I will, Dan. Eight days. Count down. Ooh. 
I'm gonna put it on my calendar. <laughs> all right, all right, that's that's enough planning around. All right, yeah, it's enough planning around, Dan. Sorry to anyone out there offended by those comments, but anyway. Um, Dan, we just, me and Pace just ran through what we thought was going to happen in the Dong League and who was going to make the playoffs, and we both have you sneaking into that fourth and final playoff spot, and we're big fans of your team. Oh, yeah, baby. Oh, you, you, you think I'm going to take John Scott lightly? I'm coming for his ass. I'm coming for his family. I'm coming for his kids. I'm coming for his home. I'm coming for his, his, his ointment and, and his nightstand. I'm coming for everything. I want it all. Gonna, well, Dan, you're Dan, as a member ointment? of John Scott's family... Um, you're not going to, uh, first I'll take offense to that. Second, uh, you're not going to beat him. Is that what you think, Pace? It's not what I think, it's what I know. I'm going to defend my affiliate. I still, I still like your team, Dan. You're going to make the playoffs, which is just a good accomplishment. You know, you're one of the best four teams. You're just not better than John's team. So, you're coming after the wrong person here. Um. Uh, who, should, who should I be coming after then? <laughs> um, Colin. Colin's not my division. <laughs> It doesn't matter about the vision, Dan. It matters to me. <laughs> it's a pride thing, Pace. He wants to win the <laughs> West not division. It's <laughs> not pride. He's got to win the respect, West. Dan. I, res- I respect that. Oh, it's not pride for your division. Uh, Dan Scott, you know, when I see him a little bit higher than me, it pushes my buttons. All right, Dan. Um, so, you know, at the draft, you took a lot of heat um, for some of your draft picks. You took Christian McCaffrey in the first round, and a lot of people laughed at it. What do you say to those people now today sitting with a very good football team? You know, Mike, I laugh. I, I block, as, as Markel says, I block out the haters. <laughs> you know, you know, um, Caffrey, you know, you know, slow start, he's racking up. He, he racked up 20 points early the first couple of weeks. You know, then he had a, a little down slope. He's putting up like nines, tens, maybe a lot of now, now he comes off week putting up 34 points, three tutties, you know. You know, I laugh. I laugh at the haters. He laughs at he laughs at the haters. I was one of the haters, but he laughs. I laugh. Um, wait, Pace. Do you have any questions about his team? Uh, yeah. Um, I just wanted to well, it's just about the league in general. Uh, Matt McCarthy came on this podcast, you know, a while back, and he said he obviously doesn't know much about fantasy considering his record, but um, he did say that you were going to be the one to win the Dong League uh, championship way back then. Uh, so, anything to say to Matt? You know. Um, any kind words? You know, you know, I got a lot to say that man. He's, he's a good fantasy owner. He's a good guy. You know, I respect his decisions, and you know, I I appreciate his words. This this is the guy that at the draft Dan tried to give Matt McCarthy one of his picks in exchange for nothing. That is right. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I feel like there's 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 a there's more to um, unwrap here about their relationship, but yeah, maybe that's that's for the relationship advice segment. You know, we yeah, we can get into that next week. <laughs> All right, uh, Dan, I have a couple of rapid-fire questions I'm going to put you through. Are you, are you ready? Oh, I'm ready. All right, who's the best-looking guy in the league, in your league, in, in the Dong League? I'm going to go with PJ. All right. Uh, <laughs> what, what is the gayest thing you've ever done? Um, gayest thing I've ever done? Uh, I had sex with one of the Mexican workers at, at the golf club one time. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> See, we don't discriminate. We don't discriminate. Uh, who, who is the gayest guy on your own team? If you had to pick one. Um, guess. I bet Justin Tucker's doing some dirty shit. <laughs> oh, my God. All right, and then who is the best-looking guy, in your opinion, on your team? 
Uh, Christian McCaffrey. I jerk off to him every night. <laughs> it's an easy one. Uh, last and final one. Uh, what is your cock size? My cock size? Uh, <laughs> you know, I talked to Christian about this every night. We compare our cocks. And, uh, you know, it's like a whopping three and a half inches. It's a problem. Like, it's not even funny. It's just there. <laughs> <laughs> all right uh, yeah that's, that's all i got pace you got anything no no i'm done i'm done <laughs> <laughs> all right dan you have anything else you want to say to the league before we cut you loose yeah you know i just i just want to say it all the haters you know you, you didn't think i was going to be there in the end you, you didn't think i was my team was going to be this good in the end you know well they can all eat my ass especially you john scott i'm coming for everything i'm coming for everything baby you're mine even his ointment I'll come for his delete in his nightstand. Everything, baby. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Man. All right, Dan. Thanks for coming on. Uh, right, I'll see you next week. Me. Uh, fuck you, Pace. All right. All right. Thanks, Dan. All right. That, that was Dan Matranga, owner of Team Tranger, um, with a very, very explicit interview, to say the least. Yeah, Mike. I'm kind of disappointed that you just fed into that, too. Uh, you kind of encouraged him. We're, <laughs> we're trying to be a high integrity podcast. Uh, <laughs> We've, we've had, the last two guests we've had on this show have just really just <laughs> said things that shouldn't be said on the podcast waves, and um, we apologize to any young listeners out there. Yeah, sorry. Sorry about this one, but uh, I'll, I'll put a note of it in the description to to not listen to that interview if, if you have small children in the car. Um, yes. But thanks I don't know who has small children in the car except maybe Jared. <laughs> joke joke of the podcast joke of the thank podcast. you thank you we need do we need to have someone like like go through and just like get like the highlights from the podcast from the whole year and just have like a best of episode yeah that, that'll be we'll, we'll release that um that'll be a summer project <laughs> yeah yeah we're gonna need some time for that yeah that'll be, be good though um all right so what do we have are we done? Oh, it was, look ahead yeah, real quick. We're, we're getting late on time, so let's just look ahead real quick to next week. Really? How much time have we gone through? Like 50, 50, 51. Wow, yeah, time flies when you're having fun. Yeah. Um, so we're just going to get in the week 11 matchups. 1 p.m. matchup, Big Bad Wolves coming off a loss for Stinky Mike and the boys. Let's go, baby. Let's go. Um, it's hard to say the matchups. We're recording this pod early in the week. Just for you guys, listeners. But at the same time, a lot of people don't have their lineup set. It's hard to say. Um, but Mike, um, I'll take you here. You, you get Dalvin back. I know that. Um, so I think he's going to have a good week, and you know your team's going to come together uh, this week and get you a win. Yeah, Pace, I agree. I think this is the week for me. Last week, I thought I thought last week was going to be the week, but Eric Ebron scored three touchdowns on me, um, and then at that moment, I knew that it was just not in the cards. Um, but I'm going to take myself to beat Jared. Um, I think, I think we're going to get our second win. Yeah, we'll get into Eric Ebron when we get to Andrew's matchup, but that was ridiculous. Yeah. Um, another 1 p.m., Rumpelstiltskin versus, um, Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, Pat's 9-1, he's on a roll. I mean, Ryan's team, you know, it's just inconsistent. I mean, he's got the name quality, but he's got Fournette, James White, Tyreek, Odell, um, John Paper, it should do well, but I don't know if it's going to be enough against Patty's one nine straight. Yeah. So I think I'm going to take that. Yeah, you know, that's the hard thing with projecting with Ryan's team is you, you, know, you kind of never know. Um, you know, he could have a huge week or he could have a stinker. 
Um, I think Pat's just a little more consistent at this point, and yeah, we'll take Pat. Yeah, I agree. Um, the 4 p.m.s. Um, it's America's game of the week on Fox. Super teams do not work, which is Chris. Um, Non-vulgar name this week, surprise, uh, versus Dong League. Now, in this matchup, I'm going to project that Eric Ebron scores um, more than 20 less points than he did last week. And uh, I think that Chris wins. Um, the super team may not work in that it probably will not win the championship. I stand by that, but it's going to be enough to probably click down under. He gets Hopkins back. Uh, it should be fine. Yeah, I think this one's going to be close. Um, Andrew's team is coming off a hot week, and I'm actually going to project Eric Ebron scores four touchdowns this week. I think he's going to get a passing touchdown as well as a rushing one. Um, Maybe a punt return? <laughs> perhaps. I mean, who knows with this guy. Um, I still think Andrew's team on paper is really good. That's the thing. Yeah. Like, if Mark I Ingram... Think it's, if, similar, it's similar to Ryan's team. Yeah, it, like, if Mark Ingram plays like he did last week and has that kind of performance, then, like, it's just really good. Um, nevertheless... And Zeke. Zeke. Zeke yeah, had a great week. Yeah, Zeke as well. Um, nevertheless, uh, Chris is safer. All right, so the other 4 p.m. CBS game is myself, Goodell's Convicts. We thought about naming ourselves Golden Tate Warriors, but teams named Golden Tate Warriors um, are combined um, one and three. In the history of Elite Ten. So I decided to go back to the good old Goodell's convicts. First Lord Farquaad. Sean went back to his roots as well. Um, but Sean has been reeling and my team is very hot. But then again, Sean has been the other team throughout the year. So I think it's going to be a tough matchup. Another key game for me, if I can pull the upset here, um, it would really help me out in terms of playoffs. Um, but I'm not sure if it's going to be enough. He does get digs back. And, you know, I love Aaron Jones. Um, future RB1 in fantasy. I just don't know if he can keep it up again this week. So I'm going to pick against myself, even though my team did beat Chris when he said I had a 0% chance. I'm just going to plug that on the pod as much as I can. Yeah. Um, Pace, I'm going to agree with you again here. Um, I'm going to take Sean. I think it's going to be really close, but you look at your lineup, you got every everyone's away, first off, except for your two guys who are playing Minnesota. With a, with a decent defense. Um, for that reason, I'm going to go with Sean. And, yeah, he gets Diggs back, right? Yeah, so he'll have... Yeah. Yeah, so that, that will make his lineup look a little more formidable. But um, I think it'll be close, and you need to win this game, Pace. So, it's a big one for Well, you. I don't necessarily need... I know you don't need I don't to, but like... I need to, but if I did, it would help a lot. Yeah. But I'm also missing both my wide receivers this week, which is tough. Mm-hmm. Um. So the primetime matchup, we'll put Liam in primetime, you know, big Liam podcast. He finally gets ranked. He's in the primetime game. Uh, he's won three in a row. Put up a shut up time because he's got um, the best team in the league. In the matchup that he has to win to stay in contention. Um, I think that Kevin wins. Um, I'm not even hating on Liam's team. Um, sorry, Pat, that we're all over Kevin, but... Uh, Kevin's probably going to have another Kevin. another absurd week. We love I'm Kevin in, on this podcast. Just because his lineup is just that that pretty. Yeah, I mean, he has Drew Brees against the Eagles, and we all know how that's going to end. Not well for the Eagles. Not well. Not well at all. 
Um, I'd love to pick Liam here, but I just simply can't. And Kevin's got the new number one ranked team in my power ranking, so I'm going to have to go with him. He doesn't have a hole on the whole roster. Yeah. Yeah, all right. And we're good. Um, so do we want to plug the live yeah. pod real so, quick? Yeah, so next week, um, the next podcast is going to be another live pod. This one will potentially be in front of a live audience. Uh, we'll give you some details on the time and place, but it, tentatively it's going to be Friday, the day after Thanksgiving, for a special turkey pod. Um, yeah. It, it could even be at the Christiana Mall for Black Friday. Who knows? Yeah, I mean, we have some things in the works, so it'll be good to see everybody. So hopefully when we announce that, everybody can come out, um, share some time together. Because yeah. um, I'm thankful for everybody in the uh, yeah. Elite 10 and the Dong League. So um, football's family. Yeah, football's family. We're thankful for everyone, all the listeners, um, except for Colin. Well, he's not a listener. He's not a listener. Um... Alright, Pace, you have anything else? Uh, no, we just got, need the outro. You got any jokes or anything? Nah, I, I used up my one joke. <laughs> that was a good one. Alright, uh, Pace, what's the outro? Uh, the outro this week is going to be... Um, <sighs> you see, usually I'm looking at my Spotify Jesus. on my computer, but I can't right now. So, um, we're gonna have, we're gonna have something good. It's just gonna be a surprise. It's gonna be playing right now. Surprise! Seventeen shots, I'm ready. Yeah, she's fine. One